You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, Johnny here from Spirits People. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. So we're back with another episode here and we're working our way through January with some of the blind samples I've put in the giant bucket of samples that I have here. And uh, yeah, this week should be interesting. I have it poured in the glass here. And uh, yeah, this is a, a spirit that is straight up my alley and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as we go through the episode here. This is a very enjoyable episode for me, if you will. So before I jump into the episode itself, I wanted to just give a quick update because I do have a brand new newsletter that I've started to send out as of last week. Or wait a minute as of a few weeks ago, (laughs) trying to get my dates straight here. So I have a newsletter coming out. Um, I'm going to try and send it out once a week. And the purpose of the newsletter is to give everyone a chance to see what's coming up on the podcast, but also a live calendar so that uh, you guys get a heads up on what is coming up on the live tastings on YouTube and stuff like that. Plus some behind the scenes and and general updates from, from myself on what's happening on Spirits People overall. So you can sign up on spiritspeople.com and uh, obviously I'm not gonna be spamming you guys with anything else. It's literally just um, the updates uh, from myself on anything that's happening. So if you wanna join that, that would be amazing. And another update here is uh, just a general thank you once again to my Patreon community for your support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, I maintain this podcast 100% advertisement free because of you guys. Uh, so I do really appreciate it. And no one has to listen to any kind of ads on, on this medium right here. So for that, I thank you guys. And I'm sure people will enjoy the advertisement free zone. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to jump into the different segments here. So starting as per usual with the appearance in the nose and then take a quick break, come back with my tasting notes, and then finish off with the conclusion and my best guess of what I think this is. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. Let's jump into this week's episode. we're ready with the appearance and the nosing segment here of the podcast and for people watching here you should be able to see the glass right now so in terms of the appearance here we're looking at a clear spirit there's no kind of haziness or anything like that Uh, the intensity is similar to some of the previous ones that I've had it's kind of borderlining a deep intensity here but I'm going to call it a medium towards deep and the color of this spirit here is amber. So I'll say, yeah, medium towards deep amber in the glass. And the suggested texture here is, let's see if we can get some oils running. So I don't know if this is visible on camera, but I can, can reveal that this is probably about a medium to medium plus viscosity 
and uh, because I've done the tasting already and I've been swirling the glass around although you shouldn't really be swirling the glass too much when you're drinking the spirit so unlike wine you kind of agitate it a little bit too much if you continuously swirl the spirit here so I, I have done it and it's just a habit that's hard to hard to shake if you will uh, but yeah so you really just have a chance in the beginning to really assess how it appears in the glass because after a few swirls you'll have coated the glass and everything just kind of falls down pretty quick so it was a medium medium plus uh, when I started here and right now it's just kind of a little bit oily all, all over the the sides of the glass here so hard to detect once you've once you've um, done those kind of initial swirling arounds or I kind of lost track there for a second uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say um, anyway so moving on to the the nose aspect of the spirit here so it's a clean nose uh, the intensity is about a medium plus so meaning that from a chin's distance you're able to get a little bit of a sensation of what's to come as you move the glass towards your uh, your nose to the bottom of the nose so somewhere in between there you're able to pick up um, a little bit of a hint of what's to come so about a medium plus in terms of the intensity here and now to the good stuff so the aroma profile on this takes me right back to when I was initiated into this world of whiskey and fine spirits if you will so a lot of the things coming out of the glass is is bringing back some some very pleasant memories of, of really just getting into uh, American whiskey which is my initial kind of entry point into to all of this so a very very beautiful bourbon or rye profile at, at this point I'm not 100% sure but I'll, I'll continue to assess throughout so brown sugar jumps out of the glass vanilla cinnamon some nutmeg uh, there's some coconut uh, dried orange peel gingerbread there's a little bit of leather there's a little bit of a dusty dusty aspect of this as well so maybe some sawdust and and stuff like that there's some burnt toast as well and there's some charred oak so all of those things to me is just pure heaven uh, that's that's just my my absolute preference uh, which has nothing to do with the assessment of the spirit but it does make the tasting and assessment uh, that much more enjoyable when it's something that that really just speaks to my heart here so so yeah very very interesting spirit it was very dense if you will so how do I explain this <laughs> so when you get the sensation of something that's that that holds a lot of power and it's 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 almost yeah I'm, I'm kind of lost for words a little bit so so maybe I should just stop here so what I will say though is that the barrel profile of this spirit kind of screams through so a lot of the things on the aroma profile will give away that there's some virgin oak in play here some newly charred charred if I could talk some newly charred oak barrels uh, that will give you a lot of that vanilla that will give you the coconut the burnt toast and actually the charred oak was actually coming through as as a individual uh, note here on on the aroma profile altogether so it, it really just gives it away and uh, for me again as I said before it's, it's really pleasant it's some of the things that I really enjoy um, from from this type of spirits here 
So moving along to the final aspect of, of what I tried to do here on, on the initial um, assessment of the nosing alone is to try to give a best guess on, on where the ABV sits. And I think it's probably around the 50% mark. Uh, so around 100 proof for, um, for this particular spirit here. I'm not sure whether or not I would, I would say that it could go up and down, but at this point, it's really difficult because, uh, and what I was trying to say before is that dense profile is kind of what I'm, <laughs> I'm getting this sensation of it, it has more to offer. So one of those things similar to the previous week where it did take some time for the uh, the spirit to open in the glass. So I kind of get the same sensation with this particular spirit here that if I would let this sit, which I will now before I jump into the next segment here, I will let it sit for a little bit longer and then come back and do the next uh, segment and the next recording here just to see if I can, I can wake it up a little bit, maybe with some heat and uh, also I'm going to put the the coin here on top and just let it sit and, and, and steam in the glass here, if you will, and, and see what happens. So yeah, I think I think that's it for the nosing and the appearance of this particular spirit here. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let it sit and I'll come back for you guys. It's going to be a split second for me, probably about 20 to 30 minutes. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see what's happened. All right. That's it. See you in a bit. we are back with some tasting notes. So I've let this sit for a little bit here and uh, I've been warming it up, um, been swirling it a little bit with the little whiskey coin on top just to kind of ag agitate uh, the ethanol in the glass a little bit, trying to release a little bit more of the action inside of the glass. And, and it does have a slightly different profile now, not significantly, but I will say that just to kind of encapsulate some of those things that has evolved here uh, since I closed down the nosing segment is that it comes across a lot sweeter. So a lot more of those uh, sweet corn notes, um, there's a little bit of cola note on there as well. So I think to to conclude anything from that, I think it's it significantly leans towards a bourbon profile now more so than that a rye profile, if you will. So on the nose alone, there were hints of of rye that could, again, try to keep an open mind as as I go through this here. But it could it could mean that it was a rye whiskey uh, with potentially a high a high a high corn volume in in the mash bill here, but. Now that it's been sitting a little bit, it's been warmed up and stuff like that, more and more of the bourbon profile is, is coming through. So I think we're dealing with a bourbon here. And obviously, if you guys are are, are watching or listening, um, you'll have the the title of what this is uh, in the title of uh, the, the episode here. So you guys will know. So obviously, I could still be wrong here. It hasn't, it hasn't been revealed to me what this is. But at this point in time, I'm almost certain that we're, we're looking at a bourbon in, in the glass here. So just to jump into the different aspects of the palate here. So starting with the sweetness, um, and this is whether or not there's any sugar added to the spirit. I think this is a dry spirit. 
I'm not left with any kind of uh, stickiness on the palate or my hands. Uh, sometimes I'll do um, a little shake of the glass into the palm of my hand and, and see if I get that kind of sticky sensation, which, which could reveal that uh, there's potentially some sugar in there. So because this is a bourbon, or at least I think it is, I'm, I'm pretty sure that yes, there's no sugar added. So a dry spirit in the glass. And then the intensity, in terms of the intensity on the palate itself. So this is about the volume of, of how much explosiveness is, is inside of this spirit here. So I think it's about a medium. I don't think it's overpowering as, as uh, some kind of very cask strength uh, bourbons or rye can be. Uh, they can almost be overwhelmingly uh, big on the intensity. But I think this one here is a little bit more subtle but it still has plenty to offer. So I think I'll put it in the medium medium intensity. And in terms of the texture itself, it's very warming, it's silky, and I think it holds true to that medium plus viscosity. It's very, very oily on the palate. Um, it's almost, it's just coats the entire mouth as, as you're swirling the, the spirit around here. So it's a, extremely pleasant. Uh, again, if you <laughs> if you're to follow my preferences, obviously, this could be different uh, for for any other person trying this spirit because we all we all knows and tastes uh, different things and we also prefer different things. So so this is just me kind of having a, a good old time here with uh, <laughs> with this spirit, if you will. Uh, okay, so moving into the flavor characteristics here. So again, just following some of those things that came off the nose here. So the oak, I think, was was quite present on the palate. It it was a little bit of a drying sensation. So the oak really came through, which which definitely shows a little bit of age. Um, I'll talk about the aging uh, at the end uh, of this segment here, just to kind of talk a little bit more about that in in isolation. But I think yeah, the oak kind of came through and again the vanilla um, a very clean hint from uh, barrel aging as well uh, leather again coming through another hint of of age and then there's some cinnamons and black peppercorns which uh, i tend to get on all american whiskies to be honest on the palate it tends to change and become a little bit more bitter at the mid palate towards the finish of american whiskies for me personally so again, a little bit of a giveaway here. So the final thing, I will say that there was a sweeter aspect of the profile that that came after a little while. So the dried orange peel that was coming off of the nose kind of revealed itself after a few sips. It wasn't apparent on the first or the second sip. Maybe it was like three or four sips in before it start it started to to reveal itself really um but it was really really nice when it came through and again i think it's just just to talk about that evolution of the spirit as it's been allowed to sit for a little bit um that it it really does need some time in the glass sometimes and um, yeah something i i don't know i feel like i need to look into this a little bit more maybe do some experiments in terms of just pouring a fresh pour out of the bottle and then having something next to it that's been sitting there maybe for 24 hours or something like that. And then do a side-by-side -side blind tasting. I think that could be really interesting to see how a profile could potentially change. So obviously this could be different from each individual spirit. So probably have to do a few of those uh, to, to gain any kind of scientific proof. But uh, yeah, nonetheless could be interesting. So maybe something in the future 
um, and I've kind of sidetracked here, so I'll, I'll try to move back into <laughs> just just talking about this spirit here. So yeah, in terms of the the flavor characteristics, very very beautifully linked into all of the aroma characteristics from the nose. It did become a little bit simpler on the palate, which is not really unusual. The nose usually gives away a lot more aromas that you will pick up on the palate. So I'm not really too concerned about that in terms of in terms of uh, subtracting points uh, from my overall assessment here. So yeah, really, really nice. And in terms of the, the finish, I'll say, I don't think it's, I don't think it qualifies as long. I think it's probably medium plus and it has, I will say that it actually has uh, quite the complexity here. So I think a lot of the finish really, again, it shows it shows that there's some age and, and there's a really nice mash bill gone into this. And the things that I'm picking up on the finish are those kind of leather notes. Uh, there's some cloves actually kind of peeking in. It's been cinnamon throughout, uh, but now it's kind of cloves coming through on, on the very, very back end of the finish there. And then the black peppercorns, Again, for me personally, almost 100% certain that it will be black peppercorns in the finish for any kind of American whiskey. Um, so yeah, that's definitely also coming through. So yeah, quite complex actually, medium plus finish. Very, very nice. I think in terms of the, the ABV, just to kind of um, close out um, anything that I can pull out from, from just the tasting here, I think it's probably a little bit higher than, than what I thought on the nosing. I think 50% probably on the lower side uh, so I'm gonna bump it up to around 55 um, just because just because I think it's it's it really just <laughs> it, it it offers a lot so I have high hopes here maybe it's lower but I kind of hope it's around the 55% because it feels like it has a lot to offer and uh, yeah whether or not letting it sit longer will make my chain make me change my mind um, you never really know. So, but as of the time I've spent for this particular tasting, I'm going to say it's probably around 55%. So, so yeah, that's that. Final bit is of course the conclusion. So in terms of the quality level, um, which is the way that I assess the spirits, uh, following the WSET format is outstanding. I will say this from everything that I've said and, and disregarding my preferences, obviously, because the quality assessment has nothing to do with my personal taste, but more so to do with everything that you can pull out of it. So in terms of just the viscosity levels in the glass linked to how it feels on the palate itself, the volume of aroma characteristics, the connection with those aroma characteristics into the palate, and then also the long finish, like everything from from that list and that kind of overall conclusion will will tell me that this is an outstanding spirit so hopefully that makes sense uh but of course on top of that i absolutely love it so so there's no doubt about that as i'm sure you could <laughs> you could tell from the video here so so hopefully this uh, this kind of separates the two concepts of of quality level and and preference um, and then finally, in terms of what I think this is, I think we've, we've talked about it throughout, but I think it's a high rye mash bill, uh, bourbon. I think it's difficult. It's difficult with the age, but at this point I'll say it's 10 plus years. 
And the reason I'm saying it's not older than that, which I did consider because of the volume of leather notes that was coming through, I think all the different notes still stood out pretty, pretty much individually. They were not merged together too much in terms of creating that ranchio sensation of where you have something that's been mellowed out over the course of of several decades, if you will, where all of the aroma and flavor characteristics kind of blend together and, 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 and become kind of a, a, a one note with many different variations. I was able to pick out the many different aspects of, um, of the nose and, and the tasting quite specifically. So I will say that it's probably like 10 plus, maybe around the 12 year mark, where it seems to me that a lot of American whiskeys uh, become separated into being quite, they can still be absolutely excellent lower than that, but I feel like the notes tends to come across as quite individually present. Whereas when you hit the 12 plus mark, you start to see that kind of rancher sensation. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the, the theory behind that, if you will, or at least my thought process. Um, and I guess with that said, uh, <laughs> we should actually, or I should find out what it is that I'm drinking here. So I think I'll close out this segment and I'll grab the note here from my wife and uh, reveal to myself what it is. And uh, yeah, I'll be right back. guys we are back with the reveal for myself here and uh, <laughs> I will say this is this is quite the surprise because I've tried this before it's been a while since I've tried it and this is of course the 24 year old bourbon from that boutique whiskey company and uh, I have absolutely no idea where I've gotten this sample so unfortunately I'm not able to I'm not able to give credit to anyone this week, which is uh, which is a shame because I do I do like to make sure that whoever has provided me with these samples um, get a, a massive thumbs up from me for sharing it with me. But this sample here has been with me for quite some time. There's no labels or names or anything like that on the bottle, so unfortunately I cannot give credit to anyone except for the community. Of, of whiskey and spirits of all sorts around the world, I will say thank you to all of you guys because I know that there's so many samples being shared between people around the world and this is an absolutely amazing aspect of being part of this community. So keep it up guys, absolutely lovely stuff. So back to this because <laughs> I've actually uh, bashed this uh, bourbon quite a bit and, and announced several times that it wasn't really my cup of tea. And uh, it seems that once you isolate it down and have it just on its own, sit with it for a little bit, um, and uh, in particular, let it sit, uh, I think, is something that you don't necessarily do that often when you go out uh, to a bar, you don't necessarily let it sit for half an hour and then come back to it. You kind of just sit and you drink it and then you make up your mind. And uh, I feel like I feel like maybe that's what I've done before. And I'll say that there's definitely more credit to be given for this particular bourbon here. Um, so 24 year old actually 
was quite surprising to me because I wasn't really able to pick out those different aspects of of the bourbon in terms of that rancho note that I was talking about. I feel like it really just it really just came across as a lot younger than that. So about I would say about half the age of what this is. I feel like maybe that's what I had problems with previously when I've tasted it. But I don't know, I can't remember, so I'll just say that, well, I'm obviously off here, about 12 years off in terms of uh, guessing the age, which uh, I will say is not, not really that easy, but uh, hey, blind tasting, I'll, I'll give it a go, and I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong. So, so anyway, yeah, so 24-year-old bourbon, that particular whiskey company, whoever sent me this, if you know who you are, feel free to reach out to me and I'll be happy to follow up and, and give you credit for it. But unfortunately, as I said, um, I do not know. So I think with that said, I'm gonna close out this episode. Thank you so much for checking in and uh, hope to see you guys next week for another blind tasting. I wanna close out with saying thank you to my uh, Patreon community. Sorry, I'm lost for words there for a second. My Patreon community, thank you so much for your support. Um, and if you're listening and you're new to this channel and, and spirits people overall, uh, do make sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all of that good stuff. If you like the podcast, feel free to subscribe. You can watch on YouTube. You can listen in your favorite podcast app and all that good stuff. And of course, if you really like it, uh, feel free to leave a review. I've heard that's a, that's a thing that people do. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's it. Let's close it out. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, hope to see you guys next week. Peace out. Mm-hmm.